Welcome to the newly named, newly formed, facelifted, updated One Percenter Podcast with David Nurse. And today, I'm going to give you a sneak peek behind the scenes of my story, of how I overcame failure and how I realized that everything that I was thought I was doing was actually preparing me for something else, preparing for opportunity. And I'm going to share you that story when I thought I was at the depths, when I was thought I was hitting depression, when I had been called a failure, everything I had worked for in my life had been turned upside down and how I made a mindset shift to be able to change everything. Just a small mindset shift changed everything and the trajectory for my entire life and everything that I had been preparing for. So I'm going to share that with you here now on the One Percenter Podcast. Here we go. Everything came crashing down, literally all in a moment. I was outside a shanty gym in the middle of nowhere, Basque region, northern Spain, playing third division basketball with a bunch of people who really weren't even professional basketball players. It's kind of like second nature to them. More into it just for the companionship and drinking beers at halftime. And I was cut, literally told by the coach that I was not good enough to play in a semi-pro Spanish third division in the middle of nowhere. Now you gotta realize I had been preparing my whole life to play in the NBA. To play in the NBA, every little thing that I did was basically set up to how would I make myself better as a basketball player to be able to play in the NBA. And think about where I'm at right now. Right now, in this moment, in this picture, I'm in the Basque region of Spain, freezing outside a small gym in a town of about 5,000 people and told that I can't play in the third division of Spain. Like, these guys couldn't even dribble with their left hand, half of them. And I got cut from that team. Not only that, but my role model and the person that I wanted to be be exactly like, family, I, I had messed up. I had personally messed up. And I no longer had that relationship with them that I had. So literally everything that I thought that I had and everything that I had been working for, it just came crashing down on me. I had to go back to the United States and I was living in my parents' living room, literally sleeping on the recliner chair. Like I'd kick back at night, sleep on the recliner chair, and I did this for three months, just down, just feeling bad about myself, like to the point where I didn't even really want to go through the day. Not that I was in a super, super depressed mode. I mean, I still would work out from time to time, but it was nothing like I had done before. I was just absolutely crushed. Every single hope, every single dream, everything I had ever worked for, just thrown in my face. And I never realized it, but I really wasn't as good as I thought I was. And I put so much into it. I put everything into it. And then there was a day about three months into my stay on that recliner chair. And actually, that recliner chair was pretty comfy. So don't get me wrong. It wasn't that bad. But no, I was was down in the dumps. Didn't want to go out and see friends or anything. But three months into it, my mom was doing dishes one morning. And I was just laying in my chair, just still there for about 10 a.m. And I was still there from when I woke up at 8 a.m. Just wouldn't move. Just didn't want to do anything. And she said, David, you know what? When one door closes four open. I was kind of confused. <laughs> like, Mom, the saying is not that. The saying is when one door opens, 
one, or sorry, the saying is not that. The saying is when one door closes, one door opens. But she's like, no, no. This could be the best opportunity that you've had. Something that is turned away from you might not be exactly the way that you were looking at it. And I thought about it. It hit me that day. It hit me more than maybe she thought it did, but I thought about everything that I had put in, everything that I had put in to prepare to play in the NBA. Maybe it wasn't for the NBA. Maybe it was for something else. Not wasted, but it was for something else that was coming, something even bigger, even better, even more beneficial for others. Something was coming. It was all the preparation that I put in to be an NBA basketball player, but it wasn't for that. Maybe it was for something else. Maybe I had just hit a spark. So I decided that day I was going to do something. I didn't know what it was, but I was going to do something. I had a friend who was coaching for the Golden State Warriors who let me, told me I would be able to come stay at his place, and if I needed to use his room, his guest room, I could do it. I was like, all right, here's my opportunity. I'm going to do this. What did I know? I knew how to shoot a basketball. That's literally all I knew how to do. All right. Okay. I'm going to be the best shooting coach that ever walked the planet. That was my goal. That's what I was good at. And I knew, I knew that I could be the best at it. Just like I was the best player in the NBA, right? So I ordered some basketballs, literally went online and ordered some basketballs, spent way more money than I even had. I had $139 to my name and I had to borrow some from friends, from family, and I spent $1,000 to order basketballs to be sent to the Oakland port. So what did I do? Got in my car and I drove 29 hours to Oakland to stay with my friend in his guest room and I would go pick up these basketballs from the port myself. We got big shipping trucks of people coming into this port and there's little me in my little car, my little Mustang car, throwing them in the back seat. Not exactly sure how I even made it there 29, 29 hours, three days later, but I was throwing basketballs in the back of my car and I knew what I was going to do. I was going to take that car and I was going to drive all over America, knocking on every single door, seeing if I can teach somebody how to shoot a basketball, do a basketball camp. I knew coaches, high school coaches in different cities. I I would email them. I'd spend days emailing them, sitting on my, my friend's guest room bed with $139 to my name. And I would just go through every email, every contact that I knew. And I would just email, email, email. Can I come in and do a camp? Can I come in and do a camp? Can I teach your players how to shoot? I'm coming. No matter what, I'm coming. Even if I wasn't paid by them, I would come. And I did it. And I drove all over the country. I got out of his guest room bed and I drove all over the country, stopping in Denver, stopping back in Missouri, going to Iowa, literally sleeping in my car. Me, my car, and the basketballs in my trunk. We were a traveling circus, pretty much. I would sleep in my car in cold nights in Iowa. And and then one day, I hit it big. I worked with the junior varsity girls team in Savannah, Missouri is my first camp and made a thousand dollars in one day. A thousand dollars. You kidding me? That 10 X everything that I had basically $139, which was probably more like $39 at this point. And I made a thousand dollars. I saw it happen. I saw the fruits of my labor happen. I saw that step being, being made. 
I acted like I'd done camp after camp after camp before I went in there, and they thought they just got the best camp ever from an experienced shooting coach because I believed in myself, and I saw the fruits of that labor, and I kept going. I went all over the place. I went to Texas. I went to the East Coast. I went back to the West Coast, to Arizona, back out to California. I was literally racking up miles, and now I started jumping in the plane. I hit some international contacts that I knew in Australia. Boom, now I was international. I was going all over the place, traveling, traveling, putting my head down, just jumping on any type of airplane. One time I took a 27-hour flight from South Africa to Qatar to Brazil just to save $20, basically, on the flight. But I was willing to do whatever. It took relentless consistency and preparing for the opportunity ahead. It wasn't about the NBA that I was training for. It wasn't about every single thing that I did in my childhood and in high school and college and everything that I built for to play in the NBA wasn't preparing for the NBA. It was preparing to be the best shooting coach, the best coach, the best life motivator, the best life coach optimization person that I strive to be every single day. That's what I was really preparing for, but I didn't know it. I didn't know it at the time. And then I wanted more. I wanted to be in the NBA and I knew this was my calling. This was a different way to get in. So I sat down and I called every single NBA GM, every single one. None of them answered. I left messages with everyone. One got back to me. One got back to me. And that person has become one of my best friends. I lived with them. They've been a mentor and role model to me and helped me with every connection basically that I have made to get into the NBA. And I did. It's all preparing for opportunity. And that's what I had been doing, but did not even realize it at the time. So regardless if you're at the exact point you want to be at or so, so, so far from it and you feel like you're stuck in the mud and your head is just barely above water, you're at the right spot for a reason, for a purpose. And everything that you're doing daily is preparing for opportunity, preparing you for the opportunity that is to come. You not might not be able to see it now and all the labor that you put in, you might not be able to benefit and reap the fruits of the labor of the harvest that you're doing but it will come it will come and it might not come in the exact form that you think it's going to come and it might not come in the exact path that you think it's going to come there might be a cookie cutter way that you think you're going to go but trust me it will not go that way you have to learn to accept the unconventional because your goal is much bigger than where the conventional route can take you so remember that everything you're doing today is preparing you for an opportunity that is to come it might not be the exact one that you have painted in a picture in your mind but it'll be far better far bigger than you can ever ever imagine